Welcome to Soul Work, a podcast to help guide you, to help you heal, to grow, and to find your way home. Home to the woman that you were created to be. Home to the calling that sits on your heart. Home to the very essence of who you are. Home to your soul. Welcome to your journey, to your becoming, to your awakening. Welcome home, sweet soul. Your journey starts now. Hello, my loves, and welcome to this week's episode of Soul Work. This week, I want to talk to you actually about a practice that I started using when um, I sort of began this journey into self-discovery, and it's something that truly transformed my life. Now, people talk about it all the time, but it's not something that I think gets enough credit or that anybody really, truly understands sort of the impact that it can have on their lives and on this journey. So I am talking about the practice of journaling. Now, most people, when they think about journaling, they think about just sort of free writing journaling, which is a really great option if you're somebody who finds no problem putting words to paper. But that is not the case for everybody. Some people will sit down to journal and can sit there for 15 or 20 minutes and have absolutely nothing come to mind that they want to write about. Now, If this is how you are, or if you're somebody who wants to dive a little bit deeper into your journaling practice, then today's episode is definitely for you. Today, I want to talk about, first of all, the importance of the practice of journaling. Second of all, I want to give you some tips on how to really journal with intention, because it makes a big difference in how deep we can kind of dive into our psyche and into the things that are bothering us. And then thirdly, I'm going to give you 10 powerful questions to ask yourself that you can use as journal prompts in this journey, because sometimes it's really nice to have something to spark inspiration and creativity in your mind, um, or something to sort of guide you in a way that maybe you wouldn't have thought to write about. So I'm going to give you some journal prompts today um, as well to make sure that you are on the right track um, and being able to really dive deep in the self-discovery journey. So first off, let's cover the topic of why journaling is so important. So like I said, journaling is a really powerful way for us to dive deep into sort of that subconscious space that we don't always access during the day. And usually this is because we are either too busy running around, we are distracted by social media, we are running all of the errands that we need to do in a day, working full-time jobs and getting the tasks that we need to do done, which is a part of life. But taking the time to journal is a really powerful practice because number one, it forces you to slow down. It forces you to take some time with yourself and to really get to know yourself on a deeper level. And that is one of the very first steps to healing is to understanding ourselves on a really deep level. When we take the time to journal, it's like our way of opening up a world within ourselves that we don't always access So it's a really great practice for that. 
The other reason that journaling is such a powerful practice is because it allows us to gain insight and clarity and perspective on our lives. It helps us to develop a more positive and resilient mindset. It allows us to improve our mental health by increasing our self-awareness and promoting personal growth. All of those things are such powerful components of our life that we really need to incorporate more. Most of us, if I'm honest, are running from the truth of who we are. Most of us are trying to ignore it. Most of us will keep our schedules busy, our phones on, our radios blaring. We will do anything that we can to avoid quiet. Because when we actually sit down to get quiet and still, most of us are afraid of what's going to be there. That is why practices like meditation, journaling, mindfulness, breath work, that's why all of those practices are so important. Because it forces us to dig through the shit that we are constantly trying to run from. It forces us to work through it, to look at it, to face it, and then to go through it so that we can get over it. So I want to invite you to really try to be intentional with this journaling practice and use these prompts and find the time for stillness because we can't really know ourselves if we're running from ourselves. So if you are somebody who is sort of just starting out this journey, I really, really encourage you to do this journaling practice. So that leads me to giving you some tips on how to journal with intention. So my first tip is to make sure that you choose a time and place that will allow you to be mindful and present. What I mean by this is that, say, for example, you're a mom of three. Don't sit down at one o'clock in the afternoon when your kids are absolutely rambunctious in your house and try to be able to dig deep into your subconscious. It's not going to work. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to be frustrated with the kids, with yourself, and the chaos and the noise is not going to allow you to do the work you need to. So when you begin your journaling practice, please make sure that you are at least choosing a time that it is quiet and that you're going to be able to be present for yourself. My second tip is always just to allow yourself to flow. Don't get in your head about this. I want you, when these questions or prompts, when you hear them, what is the very first answer that comes to your mind? And then elaborate on that because that very first answer, the first thing that you hear within your soul, that is your intuition. And that is the truth of who you are. Be honest with yourself. The only way for us to truly create transformation in our lives is through honesty and vulnerability. Be honest with yourself because one day you're going to look back on this journal and you're going to read the answers and they can be the catalyst for creating great change in your life. Maybe you've been denying yourself a truth for a long time and when you finally give yourself the chance to sit down and write, it's going to come out. So let yourself be honest and write what you need to write. Okay, so now that you have my three tips on how to journal, I want to give you 10 powerful journal prompts that you can use to help you dig deeper into yourself, into your truth, into your subconscious, into who you really are. Now, some of these journal prompts came from my ebook, Journal to Self, and some of them I put together strictly for this podcast episode. Okay, so question number one, in what areas of your life are you trading authenticity for safety? In what areas of your life are you giving up who you truly are to be able to stay comfortable? This is a really powerful question because it allows us to dig deep in figuring out where we are not really being ourselves because we're better to be comfortable where we are 
than to step outside of that comfort zone and try something different. You see, our subconscious, our egos wants to keep us safe. And so oftentimes we will trade in who we truly are, whether that is that we are loud or quirky or social butterflies, whether we are quiet and introverted, we will often trade in the very things that make us who we are so that we are not making anybody else in our lives uncomfortable. That's not how we live our best lives. So I want you to ask yourself, in what areas of your life are you trading authenticity for safety? Question number two, what experiences seem to repeat themselves in your life and what lesson do you think the universe is trying to teach you? You see, they say that the same thing will happen over and over and over. We will meet the same kind of person, go through the same situations until we learn the lesson that we are supposed to learn from it. And what lesson do you think you're missing? Because when we can figure out that lesson, then we can make the changes that we need to make so that that thing stops repeating itself in our lives. Question number three, how are you neglecting yourself to prioritize others? We do this a lot, don't we? We put aside our own needs and our own wants. We put aside the things that we want to do with our own lives, put everybody else first. This is something that, especially as women, we need to be really conscious of because it is so easy to lose our sense of identity by neglecting the things that we are told by our soul that we need. So in what areas of your life are you neglecting yourself and prioritizing everybody else? And what can you do for yourself this week to put yourself first? Question number four. If 10-year-old you was standing in front of you right now, what would you tell her? What would you tell her about where you ended up in life? What advice would you give her to make sure that she changed something before she got to your age? What would you tell her about decisions that she's going to make or how proud you are of how far she comes? When your 10-year-old self is standing in front of you, what is the most powerful thing you can say to her? Because the words that we speak to ourselves are so important. Question number five, who is someone that you feel you take for granted in your life right now? And how can you show them more gratitude? It's really easy for us, particularly to take our partners for granted or somebody in our life who is always there to help us. But imagine your life if that person wasn't in it. Imagine the things that wouldn't get done, the help you wouldn't receive, the love you wouldn't receive, the phone calls and the kindness you wouldn't receive. Oftentimes, we don't say thank you enough because we get so focused on the wrong things. So I want you to really be honest and ask yourself, who are you currently taking for granted and how can you show them more gratitude for everything that they do in your life? Because I promise you, it will go a really, really long way. Okay, question number six. In what ways are you resisting the flow of the universe? What is the first thing that comes up for you when you hear that? In what ways are you resisting the flow of the universe? See, the universe is abundant and never-ending. So if you are not receiving the things in your life that you want, you're blocking it somehow. In what ways are you resisting the things that you want? This should bring up thoughts about fears that you have or limiting beliefs that you're living with. When you can start to identify them, you can start to change them. That is one of the greatest lessons I have ever learned. When you can identify the blocks, 
you can remove them and reprogram them. So in what areas are you resisting the flow of the universe? And how do you need to reprogram your mindset or your beliefs so that you can start to receive it? Question number seven, what is your intuition guiding you to do next on your journey? And are you listening to it? We know what the next right step is. We know what we need to do to be able to create the life that we want. Often what we lack is trusting the intuition that we hear. Often we have a hard time following what we know we need to do because we're scared. Because it can cause big change. It can upheaval our lives. It can cause us to move, to change partners, to change careers. But at the end of the day, your intuition knows what you need to do next. Are you listening to it? Are you quiet enough during the day to even hear it? Sit for a few minutes before you answer this question. Take a few deep breaths. Close your eyes for a minute. And then ask yourself, what do I need to do next? And listen. Just be still and listen. Your intuition will speak to you, I promise. And when it does, trust it because it is guiding you in the right direction. All right, question number eight. What is one change that you could make in your life today that would create more peace? I am a really big believer in prioritizing your peace. And I'm a really big believer that when we create peace in our lives, whatever that looks like for us, that is when we find true happiness. Everybody always asks the question to older people, you know, what's the secret to life? My answer would be finding peace within ourselves. Because once we can do that, everything else falls into place. Once we actually live from a space of deep inner peace, there's no more turmoil in our minds or in our bodies. And from there, everything that we want becomes a reality. So what is one thing that you can do today to start bringing a little more peace into your life? Because it will make a huge difference in how you show up in the world. Question number nine, what would you sacrifice for your dream life? What would you be willing to give up to actually be able to create it? And then ask yourself, how am I spending my time now? If you're willing to sacrifice anything to create the life of your dreams, And that means that you are willing to sacrifice your time spent on social media. You're willing to sacrifice your time binge-watching television shows. You're willing to sacrifice your time doing things that do not serve your higher purpose or your higher self. So what are you willing to sacrifice to create your dream life? And are you sacrificing it now? Because if you're not, then you have to ask yourself how much of a priority is creating your dream life actually to you. In question number 10, I want to leave off on just a really deep reflection question, something to sort of wrap this all up really beautifully in one pretty little package. If you could give somebody else advice on what matters most in life, what would it be? What would be your greatest piece of advice to somebody? Maybe you're standing in front of a group of 17-year-old high school students. Maybe you're standing in front of your daughter on her wedding day. Maybe you're standing in front of your son as he graduates. But what would be your piece of advice to somebody about what matters most in life? And then ask yourself, are you prioritizing that? 
Are you prioritizing what matters the most in your life? You see, it's so easy for us to get caught up in this race, this race of creating the next million dollar idea, this race of reaching 10 million followers on YouTube, this race of making more money, buying more things, having more stuff. And everybody knows that when your time on this earth comes to a close, none of that matters. None of that is gonna make a difference to anybody. The only thing that's gonna matter is the words that you've said, how you've made people feel, and the impact that you've had on their lives. You see, none of those things can be purchased. None of those things depend on how much money you make or how hard you hustle. The greatest gift that you can give yourself and everybody else in this life is the gift of being present. It is the gift of time. And if I were to give my advice to somebody about what matters most in life, that would be it. It is time. Spend your time wisely. Give your time to people who deserve it. Give your time to yourself. Don't waste your time on things that don't really matter. Don't waste your time on things that are going to just cause you to feel stressed. Spend your time filling your soul. Spend your time traveling. Spend your time wisely. Because that is the greatest currency in our life. It's the currency of time. So I ask you, how are you spending yours? Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Soul Work. If you are enjoying the content, I would love to hear from you. Please head over to Apple or Spotify and rate and leave a review. As well, I would love to connect with you. So please take a screenshot of your favorite episode and tag me over on Instagram at Foley. I am sending you so much love this week. And please remember, you are seen you are loved and you are enough.